Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andy Arnott with Amy Wees. And this is Seller Roundtable number 61. And we're with Joel Wool. Did I pronounce that correct, Joel? Yeah. <laughs> Close <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> That didn't sound like a confident, yeah, it was like a... Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, yeah you know, you, you got it. Good enough. Well, I've, I've got a hard time pronouncing certain words, so that's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, Joel. Thanks so much for being on today. And uh, first of all, we'd like to get a, uh, get to know you a little bit better. So, tell us a little bit about, you know, like where you're born, uh, you know, where you live now, past jobs, college, school, kind of anything you want to get into in terms of, you know, leading up to where you are right now um, on the non-Amazon, non-e-commerce side. Right. So, I mean, like I said, I was born in a place where we never heard of Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, Brooklyn, New York, um, which is a little bit like Star Wars. And uh, I've, I've been in the product business pretty much since, since my late teens. Uh, and product business through the last 18 years or so, right? Um, and then about five years ago, or maybe a little bit more at this point, all leads, all roads start leading to Amazon, right? So I was working with, I mean, do you want to talk about my childhood? <laughs> you, you can, you, you can go, you know, I mean, you don't have to, do them, but just to get, was, to get to know you, you know, uh, you, know, if you want to mention to college or kind of, you know, what led you to where you, you are now kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I went to school for, uh, I got out of psych major, I dropped out towards the end of it. Don't ask stupid move, but, um, yeah, I did a bunch of different things. Mostly, mostly product business product, you know, just sell to retail, sell to wholesale, uh, China, um, and yeah, ultimately about five or six years ago, I was involved with a company who um, they, was, they were doing quite a bit on Amazon. Like they, they, they did uh, probably, uh, I don't know, five, six million a year on Amazon. Okay. And uh, so my role was to oversee um, business development and see where else we can grow. And I like, I like simple things, right? I like going the easy route. So I'm like, okay, Amazon, we're doing you know, 500, 600,000 a month, we can, we can try to expand on that versus trying to open up, you know, a new channel. Uh, so started playing around with the ads and I'll, I'll never forget being, uh, in, in the office and someone says, Hey Joel, take a look at this article about Amazon PPC. And it just blew me away. Like I was not very familiar with Google PPC, right. With, with Google AdWords. And the concept is the same, but on Amazon, the intent is there. People are actually searching and buying, and it just blew me away that I can repurpose those words and tr try to find, you know, other uh, shoppers for those for those same search terms, and then you know target them. It was for me, it was like a ha moment, and I got to work on it, and it took me many, many, many months um, until I, I figured it out, and and I figured it out because I found some weird manual. I don't know who wrote it. It was like, it looked like it came off a typewriter. Like it was on, I don't, I found it on a forum somewhere. It, like maybe dark web or something. It was weird. Uh, but someone wrote, must've been like 20, like a 20 page uh, manual on how to manage uh, Amazon ads um, correctly. And I've got to say at this point, obviously loads of things have changed. But at that point, um, I, I was able to get a core idea 
uh, of, of a real formula because there are so many different uh, formulas out there that people were, were using and saying this is the right way this is the right way so ultimately I found a good formula we st I started applying it and immediately saw our numbers just I want to say they almost doubled uh, on Amazon and uh, at some point I was just that, that's all I was doing and I had you know a family business I had a cousin so I started managing for other people and I, I uh, started my own agency and said, uh, this is it. Um, I got tired of dealing with China and selling products and buying products. Um, this is fun. I liked it. And for the first time in my life, I was actually staying up at night working and because I, I enjoyed it. I really did. So that's how I got into it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You actually covered my next uh, two questions in, in that, in that whole thing. So, uh, Amy, I'm going to pass it off to you. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's really cool that you, you found your passion, you know, you, you decided that necessary, not necessarily selling products was for you, but being able to help other people sell more of their products and the creativity with advertising was just like really your niche. And I think it's great. I think people should follow, you know, their passion and their niche. And that's where you can really, you know, like blossom in your business. So what do you think in terms of advertising is one of the biggest road roadblocks for Amazon sellers to get to profitability with PPC? Yeah. And it's, it's when I talk about this, it really is hard because it's so much depends on the product, the category, the timing, the seller, there are other products. There are so many variables and Amazon themselves won't tell you or, or my, you know, there is not one team that really knows everything. Um, you know, maybe besides people way up on top, but uh, it, it's really, really hard to know what goes into that algorithm, what decides what will work when. Um, but ultimately, um, PPC is a major, major component of selling on Amazon for a very simple reason. And I like telling people, and I don't know what at what level sellers on the podcast are, if they're amateurs, if they're newbies, or experts, I don't want to talk down or talk up to anyone. So, you know, feel free to ask anything. And, and I guess anyone can contact me after this, if you, if you guys will have that up there. Um, and I'm happy to answer questions. But um, where was I? Mm -mm -mm. Yes, well, we definitely have, you know, all different levels. So some people have been selling for a while, some people are just learning about Amazon. Um, some people are, you know, just right in the, in the beginning of their business as well. So I think uh, when it comes to PPC, we, we have all levels of people who are total nerds and then other people who are like, what's PPC? <laughs> so in terms of, you know, right. just, I know one of the biggest struggles that I hear that people have in terms of profitability is the high A costs, you know, I mean, sometimes you get into a really competitive category and the keywords get really expensive. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can just really, it can run away with all your money. Are you seeing something similar in terms of just people being able to be profitable with their products? Yeah. So let me try to get into that. So, so, um, good question. I'll, I'll, I'll follow up. Just don't, don't forget, don't forget about it. Um, so number one, you can look at PPC as advertising. It's not advertising. It's product positioning, product placement, whatever you call it at, at, at the, the retail. It's been a while since, since I've been placing at retail. But when I did, you know, we got the, this beautiful end cap, right, at, at a supermarket chain. And we had to pay to have that, right? Or they gave us a special program. And, and what it did was it allowed shoppers to see us. So if you don't have visibility, you can't 
you know, you can't go to market. No one's going to see it. No one's going to buy it. So that's, that's really how you have to look at advertising. You're paying a premium to be in the front. Now, what's going to end up happening typically, and I always say that because nothing on Amazon is ever very definite. So every general rule, if it doesn't work for you, it's not, it's not you. It's, it's, you know, it just doesn't always, there are exceptions to every rule on Amazon. But generally speaking, you spend your way up there. So let's take a screwdriver, okay? So someone sells a screwdriver. Um, obviously, it's a pretty crowded car- uh, category. But you spend and you spend. Now, what do you spend? Well, I don't know. How much is in your bank account? Like, you know, what are you comfortable with? I mean, it's a business plan, right? You're not, um, to anyone out there that thinks you're starting an Amazon business, you're not starting an Amazon business, right? You're starting a product brand. So if it's, if it's a tool brand, okay, you've started a tool brand. Now, you've got to explore other platforms because there are, there are other platforms. There are many other channels um, and places you can sell. Um, but Amazon is one of them. And then one of the ways to um, excel and accelerate on Amazon is by advertising. So you need to know numbers. You need to know your numbers. You need to say, okay, so we got the screwdriver. We bought in, you know, 10,000 units, cost us $10,000. I'm ready to spend, you know, X amount on ads. Well, there you go. Now you want to divide it into one month or maybe three months. So say you blow it all in one month. Okay, great. Where did it take you? Now, Generally speaking, it should take you to a better place. If you outspend your competition, but for an amount of time and a set amount of money, you know what you're spending. It's, it's all right there on a spreadsheet. Okay, we're going to spend $3,000. We spent it in 13 days. Great. That's over. So you got to know your numbers. There's no like, oh, I don't know what happened. Like it just, you know, it didn't just happen. You got you to watch it. It's, it's a dashboard. It's right there, black and white. So you got to know what you're doing. Um, so yes. When you're launching a new product, if you're in a crowded um, category or a semi-crowded category, if people are searching for your product, sure, spend some money within limits, within reason, know what you're spending. As your business blossoms and you've got, you know, I would say 30,000 a month in sales, right? 35,000, you're moving to a, to a really good place. Um, that's when you want to pay attention to your true costs, right? So your problem with the ACOS is too high. It's like, remember that politician in New York, the rent was too damn high party <laughs> with the white gloves. Anybody remember that guy? He made it on the national television, but he was just a kook from New York city. And, and uh, he got onto, what was it? 2010 or I don't remember, but he got onto the national stage. Um, and his, yeah, that's all his platform was just the rent is too damn high. Um, so, you know, the A cost is too darn high and you gotta, you gotta really know your numbers. So I can get a little technical if you'd like. Sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So the A cost is your advertised cost of sale, right? Now, what is actually the sale? So you're selling a thousand screwdrivers. So you need to know what the, um, what a balanced account looks like. Okay. And if you have a balanced account, that's when you can start looking at a cost. But if you're, if your account isn't balanced and I'll explain what that means, then don't complain about the a cost. Your account is out of balance, which could mean many different things. It could mean you're, you're, you're in a very 
uh, niche type of category. Um, not a lot of people are looking for your product. The listing perhaps sucks. Like it's not a very, very well explained or it's just not very well optimized. A lot of different things. So we're going to assume that all that is good. Now, typically once you start getting into, so before you're in the rhythm, you can't look at a cost. Let me explain this to you clearly, um, to, to you, whoever, whoever's out there. Uh, if you open a shop, right, you're going to open a, a retail store. Uh, you're going to have all kinds of expenses on day one, right? You're getting a new phone system, new point of sale. You got maybe cameras, you got plate glass windows and you got shelving and then you got payroll. You don't know who's going to walk in your store, but you have to have it fully staffed. So, I mean, you can be out a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars easy on day one. Um, and, the, but, but you don't sit there saying, Oh, the, the, the point of sale guy is charging me too much money. You, you don't, you, you haven't, haven't done any sales. So a lot of sellers on Amazon, uh, just want to like to magically, you know, generate sales without investing money. And Hey, listen, you know, if you, if you're passionate about your product and you're running on a low budget and you know, you got a garage and you have some products and you know, your kids are helping you at the dining room table, you know, stickering things and packaging things. By all means, I, you know, try to save every penny and, but it doesn't always work. And if it did, everybody would be rolling in it um, just off of great Amazon sales. So I love what you said, Joel, about, you know, thinking of the end cap, right? If you're, you're paying to be on that shelf where people can see you, yeah. but, and it works the same on Amazon, right? You're paying, you can pay to be at the top of page one, for screwdrivers, but if your photo of your screwdriver sucks and right. your listing sucks and everybody else is at a much lower, more competitive price than you, well then you're paying for a whole bunch of clicks that aren't going to convert. And I think you're, I think you're spot on, you know, when people are really kind of focused on the A cost, they're not as focused on the big picture in terms of, okay, well, why is my A cost that high? what are my, how much, how much of my advertising sales are organic, right? How much of my overall sales are organic versus advertising sales, right? You know, and looking at, okay, well, how many screwdrivers have I sold this month? How much of that came from advertising? Where is my ad placement? A lot of people don't even check their ad placement. They don't even check to see if they're actually on the end cap and customers can see them, right? right? So I think, you know, you're spot on there where you need to think of it from a holistic perspective, a whole view of your overall sales, what your product looks like, what your product looks like on the virtual shelf next to all the other products. And, you know, I think it's, it's so cool to see when people change out their photos on their listing and they make them a little bit better and they, you know, just make their product look a little bit better. They get reviews, they have, you know, really great copy in their listings suddenly everything improves including their organic sales including their sales from advertising including their acos and uh, i think you can't just throw all of your you know all of the um your eggs into the the advertising basket because you have to think of it from a whole a broad view perspective so I think that's just a great um, metaphor that you used in terms of the end cap and people should really be thinking of their products that way. How do I get to page one? I can advertise for it, but when I get there, are people going to buy? And if they're not buying, what am I doing wrong here? That's what I need to fix before I go back to trying to do more with 
um, with PPC. So what kind of things besides, you know, the things that I just mentioned, would you recommend sellers have in place to have success on Amazon with PPC? Right. Okay. So, I mean, uh, we're going to go back to this because uh, I wanted to finish the thought, but the number one thing you want to have is, is, is uh, pictures, pictures, ABC listings, and, you know, get, get the, you know, some early review, uh, early reviews, right. Have some reviews up there. Um, number one, you got to have good pictures because you're selling a product and you can't sit there and complain. Hey, Joel, why is my product slow? Well, your pictures, I mean, would you buy this product off the shelf? Like I literally, I tell them, would you buy, you know, would you buy this product the way it is right now? And you know, nine out of 10 times they wouldn't, but they won't, they won't even admit that like, eh, it's okay. It's nice. No, it's not. It's not okay. You just look at your competitor and I'm like, I don't care who your photographer is or just show them your competitor's listing and say, my product listing better be better than this. So, um, that, that's, that's, I think that's, that's all you could do really, um, from that end. But in terms of, you know, talking about the end cap and product positioning, um, you got to look at your, at your, um, advertising sales really as organic sales, because that's what they are. It's a listing. It's not like, um, someone just threw you a sale somewhere. It's not like it was on a billboard. It was right there on top of the search results. And when you look at it that way, so someone searched for a screwdriver, it came up on top, it did say sponsored. Most people have no idea what that even means. So you got to look at it as an organic sale. Now, the other reason why you got to look at it as organic sale is because people are going to be buying more of it and Amazon will be you know, indexing you better and ranking you better for the product and for the search term. So let's talk about a balanced account, right? So typically uh, when you sell a thousand screwdrivers, about 30% of that should be coming off uh, advertising between 20 and 30%. That's, that's a good balance. Now what's the A cost? Well, we don't really care what the A cost is yet. We want to know what the true A cost is, right? And typically throughout the life cycle of your product, not by product launch, because that's, it's all relative. It's what do you want to spend to get it there? But typically at that point, uh, once your product is selling and you're just running a business, um, probably not more than 10%, right? Between five and 10% true A cost. That means you sold a thousand screwdrivers. So let's say you did 10,000 in sales, you spent a thousand dollars. That's a 10% true A cost, right? So 10% of your total gross sales. Um, when you do that, and when you do the 20 to 30% add to, to total sales ratio, you're pretty healthy. Now your A cost could be 40% or it could be 20%. It, it really is all relative. It all depends on how pricey is your product, how competitive, how many clicks are you getting? Um, and that will kind of decide where your A cost will stand. Now you could mismanage your ads. So, you can very easily have an ACOS at 40% that could literally be at 18%. And that, it, that comes down to just hands-on management and how your campaigns are set up and how often you're looking at it, what you're doing with your budgets. Um, so what I wanted to say before, before we started this, because um, you mentioned that if you know PPC, well, you know something a lot of people don't. And I got to tell you, so I, I had um, last week, a client who what he 
he was a client, calls me and says, hey, uh, listen, the reason why we left you, you know, about a year ago, was because we were gonna close, we were gonna close down. We were planning on closing the Amazon side because we're mostly on, on you know, wholesale. On Amazon, they were doing about $30,000 a month. Uh, but they had a lot of inventory, a lot of SKUs. It was a little complex for them. So anyway, but they said they didn't end up closing and they hired um, some, some other company to manage their ads. I said, okay, and what happened? So he starts telling me something about it, 200%, 150%. I didn't really understand what he was talking about because he couldn't have been talking about ACOS because when we were managing it, they were by 28% or so. It's pretty typical. Uh, so we log into the account and he says that they were at 200%, but since he took it back from his manager, uh, they're at 150%. I'm like, what in the world? So the guy ended up spending... $20,000 to get $10,000 in sales, in ad sales, and a total of like 18,000 in total sales. They were bleeding so much money. And I'm like, what the hell? No, because the guy was encouraging us, if we spend more, eventually it's just gonna, and two things. So number one, sometimes no, as much as you spend, it's still, it's not for whatever reason, it's just not gonna kick off. It's too much competition, your product sucks, whatever it is, it's not gonna help you. Um, so you really have to know your numbers. Number two, I look at, I'm like, who's this guy? And he says, oh, you for sure know him. He's very big in one of the uh, Amazon forums. And I'm like, well, so I look at the, he's like, if you look at the campaign name, you probably will know. So, you know, I had some letters in there because they usually mark it, they identify. And I'm like, well, it can't be this guy because he's an expert. <laughs> he's like, no, no, it's him. I said, what do you mean? This guy's out there every single day talking about metrics and click-through rates and all kinds of stuff, answering questions. The guy is an expert and he's running ads at 200. I, I freaked out. I literally freaked out. So, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, it's a very simple process. If it doesn't make sense to you, then stop, just stop because it, those numbers don't make sense. And, and I see a lot of people doing it. It's not unusual for me to go onto an account and watch these numbers are like, they don't make sense. Like, how did you get there? Oh, we ran auto campaigns at 90% ACOS. And I don't know, uh, I didn't check it in a while. Like it's your money. Like you're spending a lot of money. And then they ask us our fees. And I'm like, you're kidding. My fees are, they're going to be recouped in like two days because we're going to stop this runaway spend. Stop so, the bleeding, right? Yeah. Well, in terms of, you know, I love what you said about just because you're spending more, sometimes it is good to spend more in PPC. If you're doing really well, for example, if you have an extremely low A cost on a certain keyword that could have better placement and might lead to even more sales, you know, that in that case, it's okay to spend a little more on that bid when you've got room to spend more, right? But I think I know exactly what you're saying in terms of, hey, we spent all, just because we're spending more doesn't mean we're going to get more results. Sometimes if you don't fix the foundation, you're just going to end up spending. And before you know it, you're going to be paying Amazon to sell your products and running a charity in your business. Yeah. So in terms of tracking profit, do you use any tools to kind of help balance that? I know that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, you know, when they try and calculate their profits, uh, they can't really figure out, okay, 
wow, I spent this much in PPC, you know, we were talking about true ACOS, all that. Do you use any tools to just track the, the profits for, yeah. or recommend any tools for Amazon sellers to do that? Yeah. There is a great tool that, you know, you asked, there's a great tool called Connect Books. It was originally designed for QuickBooks. So you can, you can connect the QuickBooks to, to Amazon and really get a really clear idea of what you're spending on, where your money's going and what, what report matches up to, you know, to what month and all that stuff. So that's, that's good. But ultimately um, I can only speak for ads uh, on the ad side. It's, it's very simple. It's, it's monthly sales and monthly spend and monthly revenue. It's just very simple. It's all there. Um, so you, you got to know those numbers. Um, what else? All right. Well, yeah, I think, so you said connect books for QuickBooks and, um, that's, that'll be, is that a paid subscription or is that a, is it a free tool or? Yeah, no, it's, it's a paid subscription. Um, but yeah, it started with QuickBooks, but I believe you can pretty much use it. Um, I know, I mean, there's so many good tools out there. You know, Helium, Helium 10 has got some good tools. There's a lot of good tools out there. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.